This is the Beachy Books Podcast. I'm Philip Bell, a published author and a writer. I run a little publishing company called Beachy Books, based on the Isle of Wight. And these are my beachy rambles. to complete my walk before it rains. So yeah, today's ramble is on honesty. Um, In general, I suppose. I think I might call it that. Uh, Yeah, it's on honesty as in... If I set up the context for this, I have just, I suppose this year, in 2017, um, it's not the first time I've done it, but I suppose I've officially advertised myself as publishing other people's books. And I've kind of been doing that for the last couple of years on and off with various community projects. And it's kind of grown into sort of private publishing, helping people publish themselves. Some people that approach me have books where I think, wow, I I really want that on the Beachy Books imprint if possible. Might be a local Isle of Wight book that's just fantastic, um, or a children's book. And it just fits the fits the bill. Um And obviously when you're dealing with any client, I think to have some sort of integrity, you have to be honest. Obviously when you first meet them, you've got to sort of be, you know, you've got to suss them out and you've got to sort of be warm and approachable and and, uh, and really find out what their aspirations are. And that's what I try and do when I meet people about writing and publishing books. What do they want to do? Do they just want a few copies for themselves and family? And that's okay. Or do they really want to be an author and you know, do, do, the, do the whole thing, do the book signings and, and then write another book and who knows. Um, now, with writing, there's such a, yeah, it, it's very emotive, it's very personal. So usually I get clients to at least send me something, some sort of writing sample. And I do make it clear that I do charge my services. So I'm not a traditional publisher in that I take a risk on my own money like Penguin Books or Random House. And that is why not many people get published, because they've got to absolutely be, and they're never absolutely sure, but pretty damn sure they're going to be able to sell it. And then at the other end of the extreme, there is the vanity publisher. And I would actually lump in a lot of these really big self-publishing companies into them as well. They'll take your money and they'll just publish whatever you've got, no matter what it's like. And if you don't believe me, look on some of these so-called big self-publishing sites and see some of the book covers and they're just atrocious and I suppose it's all in the eye of the beholder so you might look at some of my books and go oh they could be better I don't know it's tricky it's tricky because I do work with a lot of community groups where because it's a a group project they have say over the cover as well if you see what I mean on some of my projects but this new this new sort of beachy books I suppose is going to be a little bit more crafted by me as the publisher so I'm going to be a bit more fussy um, 
because they were not sort of funded community projects. You know, people are paying me with their own money. I want it to be damn good, and I'm going to do a good job for them. So they're really paying me for services to help them publish, which I think is fair enough. And, you know, I'm very open about this, and sometimes I ask them, why haven't you sent this to a big publisher, or if I think it's that kind of book. Some people don't want to. Some people have got rejections, just like everyone gets. Um... Some books, like many thousands and millions of books, are much better sold in small batches locally and do very well. And that's kind of what I specialise in. Because it's pointless trying to compete with the big boys and girls, because they do it brilliantly. And I just can't, you know, it's just too much money to, to compete with them. So I try and sort of find a niche. And it seems to work quite well. And I suppose I pride myself on doing a good job for people and being honest so unfortunately because of the honesty factor I almost fret and worry about it because I don't want to just take people's money and say it's great when I know it isn't because I believe a self-published book or a small publisher published book should be just as good as a mainstream book you shouldn't be able to tell the difference Okay, so that's what I try and strive for with Beachy Books. Otherwise, what's the point of anything if you don't have any integrity? Unfortunately, because of that, I think, in fact, I probably know I've lost work. (laughs) As in money. So, and it was probably a reason I've waited so long before effectively advertising myself as being able to help other people publish or even be a publisher in my own right because you open yourself up to having to be honest if you want to sort of maintain a quality level so I do get contacted by quite a few authors even unsolicited they'll just send me stuff I don't particularly advertise that because, well, there's just not enough time in the day to look through it. But when I advertise my services, I do expect people to send me stuff, if you send me, to say, I've written this, I want to get it published, or, I'm a, you know, you get loads of different queries. Sometimes it's really at the beginning, I don't even know how to write, but I want to do this. Other times it's, I've written it all, I've no clue about the technology or how to go about doing it. So there you go, I can help you wherever you are. So, I suppose I don't want to talk about a specific client, but I suppose in general, I've had a situation where perhaps an author has approached me and maybe the illustrations or the, you know, they're working with someone else, perhaps a friend, who it's not the main person I'm dealing with, and their work is not maybe up to the standard that it should be, or I think it would be. Um... And I think I've just now got this policy of actually being honest and saying, well, you know, initially meeting them and then really I need need to go away on my own and just sort of have a good look at their stuff and read it, especially if there's illustrations, and really see what I think of the quality. Um, And I'm not talking about a style of an illustrator because there's millions of different styles of drawing. I'm just talking about the sort of quality level of their style. (laughs) Um, And in this case, this particular... Um, person, I, I didn't feel that, I felt that their, the artwork let it all down, let down the writing, which really just, then their writing just needed a little tweak here and there, a little edit, in terms of punctuation, so it's a real great shame, so yeah, I, um, 
I get some advice to sort of do it like a coaching style about saying, so what do you think? What do you think of your... Do you think it's... Imagine yourself walking into Waterstones and comparing your book to all the others published and imagine it with the artwork you've got now. What do you think? So I tried to do it like that as best I could, but inevitably I did... <laughs> I did cock it up, I think. Um, and I think I have lost this particular client because... I think it's quite a delicate situation where I think they're a little bit too far ahead in choosing the artwork themselves, if you see what I mean. So, the bottom line is I gave them, was it an ultimatum? Possibly a choice. One, um, I'd really, if it's going to be on Beachy Books, published by me, you know, because I, I, I want to maintain the quality level, I want some, you know, to, to changes, or I can help you do this and that differently. Or... Fair enough, I've told you honestly my opinion and I think you'll actually sell more books if you do these changes. Not that I can guarantee it, but I think there's more chance because it looks more professional. Or I will publish and be damned exactly what you want. It won't be on Beachy Books, but it will be help you self-publish as a self-publisher. You know, there's loads of different ways of doing it. And, well, the main way people do it is on Amazon. And I have used them occasionally for a few projects on and off. It's not too bad. It doesn't do hardbacks and a few disadvantages, a few advantages. Um, some people can do it all themselves. Great, good for them. Others have lots of problems with it. Or even if they do do it all themselves, it looks dreadful. Because they've not thought about it. Or the design's rubbish. <coughs> so that's it, really. Um, so yeah, honesty is, is really important in, in general and it's, it's, oh, it's been fascinating and I love publishing, I love being the publisher and I, I, you know, I, I totally love that almost as much as writing itself and you really do get a fantastic appreciation when you start dealing with other people, other writers sending stuff to you of what proper publishers have, even, you know, an agent's. Of course it's not in the same volumes and of course you are not I'm not promoting myself as the same as them <coughs> but oh my god yeah you, you when you see things from another side it's a fantastic tonic it's um it's good you know you get very tunnel vision as a writer you get a bit pompous and say oh, why didn't they publish me and why did they reject me and uh, damn now I damn know I know why now, because it, the crap you get sent. And people send this kind of level of rubbish sometimes to, well, in fact, all the time to traditional publishers. The, 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 the main reason um, most manuscripts are rejected, well, there's two top reasons, it seems to be. One, they're just dreadful. It's quite clear there's not really any writing ability and probably the next big one is maybe even almost higher than that is that they can kind of write but the concept is pants or there is not really a story so I do get approached by a fair few people who um, they can write well or I think there's real potential there but perhaps they haven't got a story or they they sort of you know, it's it's written with 
you know, from experience, obviously, but it isn't, they haven't maybe studied how to really tell a story, if you see what I mean, in terms of, you know, the beats you need to make things interesting. And so, yeah, it, depending on what, what genre they're doing, um, or they're just rude. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could write really well, a great concept, but I, suppose, I don't know whether a covering letter has ever put agents off. It probably has, especially if you try to be funny or. You know, you go, I think mine, this is the next Harry Potter, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I don't get people like that. And I make it very clear I'm, you know, I'm not that kind of publisher. And I don't generally get sent stuff like that, which I'm glad. Because people at least are thinking about who they're sending it to. Um, But, you know, even even really brilliant quality stuff and a great story concept still doesn't always get published. And they still might want to... Uh, publish it locally and might do very well especially if you can find local angles or particular hooks for stories for newspapers it can work really well but I think it's all has to be on honesty and that's only my opinion when I give my feedback and I do say that obviously and I say perhaps ask um, both well I try to say ask not close friends and family because they will generally always tell you it's great or they'll be very supportive and it really is a eye-opener to have some feedback from someone that doesn't have any real connection to you and is just seeing you through your work (sighs) which can be awfully harsh and um, oh it can be horrendous and some people are wrong of course you might still have the courage of your convictions and know you're right and be damned but often if they have fed back something, you have to just accept it. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong, but I suppose it might make you relook at it. Um, so yes, yeah, a very difficult thing. And I was tempted to maybe, I might still do this where I publish someone once a year for free, if you see what I mean, like, but it's gotta be good. But I take all the risk and the cost. I'm afraid they won't get any advance. <laughs> and probably, well, I'm going to have to claw my money back somehow on royalties, but so I don't know. I was thinking about doing that, but I just think, well, I don't know about that. It's obviously money for me. Sorry, not money for me. It's time for me that probably won't lead to money. But I like to say to all my clients that they have covered my fees, sold books, and made profits. And that's what it's all about, really. You know, if you're actually going to do something. And, and, and spend your own money, you want to really make the money back and hopefully make a profit. Um, a lot of people are not doing it for that and don't mind. They, they're retired or they just want to have a go at publishing, have a go at writing and getting the book out. And they know that maybe they haven't got a story that is going to get published in a wider sense. So local publishers are ideal for that, like me. So there you go, that's it, honesty. Call me Honest Phil. Contact me and I'll be honest. I probably won't come right out and say it because I'm not quite like that. And I'll try and give you some constructive criticism. And, uh, but you know, again, it's only my opinion. So I'll leave you with that. Be honest with... I'll be honest with you if you're honest with me.
You've been listening to the Beachy Books podcast, presented by Philip Bell. Music by Dan O'Neill. <laughs>